The Being an Engineer podcast is a repository for industry knowledge and a tool through which engineers learn about and connect with relevant companies, technologies, people, resources, and opportunities. Enjoy the show. So it's really a mix, and I kind of say it's where entrepreneurship and engineering intersect is sort of my slogan. Everyone, welcome to the Being an Engineer podcast with your co-host Rafael Destai. Today we have another very special guest, John Teal. John Teal is an electronics design engineer and the founder of PredictableDesigns.com. Don't worry about the links; they'll always they'll all be in the show notes. He helps entrepreneurs, startups, makers, inventors, and small companies develop new electronic hardware products. He's contributing writer in McKenzie.com, he's the Make Magazine, Entrepreneur.com, and Hackster.io. John was a senior microchip design engineer for Texas Instruments, TI, for 15 years and has nearly 30 years of experience designing electronics. He started designing electronics, building robots, and programming computers since about the age of 14, and shortly thereafter began studying entrepreneurship. He has an MSEE degree, specializing in microelectronics, and graduated with honors. Congratulations. While working for TI, he designed many successful microchips, which are now in various popular electronic devices, including several Apple products. He also founded a hardware startup based on consumer lighting product, which sold in hundreds of retail locations in three countries, and fully developed the product and set up manufacturing in Asia. He oversaw marketing, sales, trade shows, logistics, and managed a team of over 20 sale reps. So, John, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. That was uh, quite the introduction. I think you covered everything. I'm not sure there's much left for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I wanted to tell our audience, uh, this is going to be uh, a shorter uh, interview than usual, maybe about uh, 18, 20 minutes, but it's all about quality and not quantity. I want to introduce you. There's a specific reason why I have John on the show. He has some really good resources for all of our hardware inventors out there and small companies. I actually first heard about him on his podcast, the Predictable Designs Podcast, link in the show notes, and I listened to over 30 of his episodes. In the podcast, I'm going to ask him, in today's podcast, I'm going to ask him some follow-up questions for some info that I learned in his podcast. So uh, we're going to discuss something uh, that's a little more advanced than what has already probably been discussed on his podcast because he's already covered the basics like product simplification, crowdfunding, marketing, all that stuff you can listen to on his podcast. But before we talk about the podcast, I wanted to discuss the Hardware Academy. So John has a Hardware Academy and I'm going to ask him uh, two things. Could you define what the Hardware Academy is? Actually, three. What the Hardware Academy is, who is it for, and with him, what's in it for me if I were to join the Academy? Yeah, sure. So the, the Hardware Academy is specifically for hardware entrepreneurs that are developing an electronic product specifically, although I do have members that are doing more of a, a mechanical product, but mainly it's for electronic products. 
And although a, a large percentage of the members are engineers, there are also non-engineers, uh, software people, uh, a, a variety of different, you know, scientists and things like that that are in there. So it, it's generally for anyone that's developing a product. Uh, I cover being a, an engineer. Uh, I obviously cover a lot of the electronics design and answer a lot of questions about that. But I also do a lot of the, the other side of the equation, which is marketing, sales, fundraising, all the other things that go into building a successful company. So it's not entirely just about the product development side. Uh, that's a, a big emphasis, but I also uh, do a, where I do a lot of uh, courses and teaching. And also on my blog, I write a lot about uh, marketing in addition to just the engineering side. And if you, if, I was going to say, as far as what's inside or what you get, uh, you get access to myself. And my experience is not only a microchip designer and a, uh, working also as freelance designer, where I worked on lots of different products, uh, but you also get access to a lot of other experts that I've brought into the academy, either engineers or marketing experts. So that's a, a big aspect of it. And then there are lots of courses where I cover everything from building an online audience and marketing to how to design a custom printed circuit board, how to introduction of power supply management, a different technical topic. So it's really a mix. And I kind of say it's where entrepreneurship and engineering intersect is sort of my slogan. Oh, I love that slogan. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask you, where can people find about the Academy and how much does it cost? Um, sure. Yeah. You can go to the hardwareacademy.com. Uh, my main website where my blog and all my content is predictabledesigns.com, but I have the academy set up on a, a, a different, uh, a different domain. And the, the cost varies. There's several plans. The, the, the starter plan costs uh, $49 a month. And for that, you get access to all the courses. You get access to the community. You can ask questions. But what you don't get is you don't get any private uh, consulting or communication with me beyond just a typical customer service uh, type of things. And then there's a like a pro plan that's 99 a month. And with that, you get a, a private area where you can just discuss your, your project and we can discuss strategy and everything. And that is confidential. And then there's a, a third uh, tier, which is a premium tier, which is one ninety nine a month, although that's increasing actually tomorrow to two forty nine a month. Better hurry and, up! And, yeah, and in that you get uh, you get everything in the other plans. Plus, you get a private engineering area, so you can communicate with several engineers that work uh, for me to discuss your project and get uh, technical assistance. So many follow up questions from this. Let's see. <laughs> so, so, if I understand correctly, uh, this is uh, a. A, the hardware academy uh, maybe optimal for a solopreneur or a small company, somebody that's trying to build the product themselves, maybe develop their first prototype, and you have resources to help them get there, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, there, it's it's generally entrepreneurs, uh, small startups. You know, there are startups with that have a, a small team of two to three co-founders, and then also I, I do help small companies that are maybe more established, but they've never brought their own product to market. Maybe they've had an e-commerce site or something like that. Uh, so it's sort of a combination, but it, it's very much focused on entrepreneurs and startups, typically developing their, their first product that do have, you know, quite a few members that have developed prior products, but in general, it's, it's targeted at those that are developing their first product 
And I, I've just, from my own experience of developing my product and bringing it to market, I, I did a lot of things wrong. I did quite a bit right. And my goal is to, to share what I've learned with other people and prevent them from making some of the, the really common mistakes that I see uh, new entrepreneurs make. It sure did sound like you did quite a bit right from reading your bio here. So I think you're more than qualified to give people advice. I always pay attention to that. Like who's giving me the advice? What have they done? So you certainly, you're qualified to give advice. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a, most engineers tend to not like marketing and have a, you know, don't have a, a lot of positive things to, to say about marketing. But I, early on, even working at TI, I, you know, I, I learned pretty quickly that marketing without marketing i don't have a job as an engineer and then once i moved to the online world and my own product especially i realized that you know if you want to sort of get away from working for someone else or just doing client work then you, you really need to 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 learn and embrace marketing as well so more about the WIFM, what's in it for me so if i were to join the academy i want to make the value proposition crystal clear uh, i can not only get classes as to how to develop um, uh, different things for my product uh, maybe could you mention some of your most popular classes maybe four or five yeah i have several courses on designing a yeah, custom microcontroller pcb that would maybe be a pseudo there's not really Super. If you're like an engineer that's been developing electronics for 30 years, then you probably the the technical courses may be a little bit on the more basic side for you. Uh, then you could learn from all the other topics, which is the, the marketing, uh, selling, uh, fundraising. There's a course that's like a I call it a roadmap course where I sort of walk you from idea all the way through prototype, scaling up manufacturing. And uh, actually having the part, the product mass manufactured. So that's kind of the the two sides of the coin that that I really focus on is the the technical side and the the more entrepreneurial side. So I've actually done instructional design uh, for Arizona State University. I helped in that aspect. So I made that means making classes online. What kind of content do you use? Is it primarily video for your courses? Text? Yes, yes, it's all video. Okay, wonderful. And one of the, the latest courses we have is, uh, I'm really proud of this course, although I, I didn't teach it. I have a, another engineer that, well, two engineers, an electrical engineer and a mechanical engineer that taught this course, but it's a, it's a multi-series course where we go through the entire product development for one specific product. So we start with development boards, then it migrates to designing the, the schematic circuit diagram and a, uh, designing a custom PCB layout. And then it, the, the last part of it covers the mechanical, uh, the enclosure design for the product. So you have the entrepreneurial bug and I wanted to ask you, I can almost answer this question myself, but I want to know what more there is to it. I want to understand what made you want to start the hardware academy. And I think the answer is going to be, you just said nobody else did it and that's where you went for it, right? Yeah, pretty much. I just had so many people coming to me either out through my blog asking me questions and I just didn't have the, the bandwidth to answer them all. And then I've had so many people come to me and tell me that they've never been able to find any other content that really merges the, there's engineering websites and there's entrepreneurial websites, but no one really merges the two together. Um, and so that's, that's kind of one of my, uh, I guess the, the, what makes my, uh, platform uh, special compared to what else is offered out there. The next one is about specialization. 
I've had another guest on the show, Philip Valicha, if I pronounce that correctly, maybe many episodes ago, a couple of months ago. And he mentioned that he was a little disappointed in his career when he came to the realization that we can't be the best at everything. We have to pick a specialization. Otherwise, we become average or not even good enough to be average. And you mentioned that you do all these things, not only engineering, but you also do electrical, marketing, sales, crowdfunding. How do you manage to be good at everything? Yeah. Um, well, I started off going very specialized. I was specifically an analog IC designer. So that was, that was my focus at TI uh, for 10 years. But I've always been, you know, like when I'd have job performance reviews, one of the main feedback that I always, always get that I'm very adaptable and I, I can pretty much jump on any new topic and, find some interest in it and become really passionate about that topic. So I, I'm interested in so many things from wildlife biology to theoretical physics to product design, engineering. So I, I you know, I, I may not be the, the necessarily the best in any of those because there is a lot to know, but I, I kind of like the getting to, to do different things and not just be hyper-focused in one specific area, which is what I did for you know, 10 to 15 years of my career. I can really relate to what you're saying because I think I'm the same way. I like, I like the sales. I like the marketing. I make videos on YouTube, as many of you already may know. Um, so what advice could you have someone for me in, in my career? If I like to do the CAD, the SolidWorks and all that you mentioned? Uh, well, you could become an entrepreneur, which I, I know you have some background in that. So you and I are, are similar in that regard. I guess that would be, uh, you could, be an entrepreneur, or even if you do freelance work, then you, you get to see a, a wide variety of types of projects and you have to be a little more of a generalist instead of a, a specialist, which is where I started after I left TI was also doing some freelance client based work, um, which is also where I, you know, I, I learned quite a bit from doing that process for a few years. I've heard about the term intrapreneur, which is like being an entrepreneur inside a company. Have you heard of that term? Yes, I have. Uh -huh. I'm thinking about leaning towards in that direction. Um, but anyway, switching back to you, uh, how did you decide to focus on helping entrepreneurs develop new, elect new electronic products? Well, it just kind of made sense for me because I've had a, a passion for entrepreneurship and electronics ever since I was really young, although the passion for electronics came earlier. But you know, I remember being young and going to the library and getting books on, you know, corporate structure and how to start a, a corporation. I had a name picked out. I didn't know what I was going to do. But uh, so I, I kind of it was just an, a natural progression for me to, to merge those two. And then by going through the process of developing my own product, getting it in mass manufactured, sold in hundreds of retail stores, there is so much that I learned from that process. So after I was beyond that and doing other things. It, it just made the, the most sense to me to help other people with based on what I learned. And it just was a, a the perfect combination that I like engineering, but I also like entrepreneurship. So I, I went that route of focusing on those two. So it's just sort of my background led me to that. But also I, I saw that there was a, a need for that because uh, usually you don't see engineering and marketing. Uh, they don't. Use, a lot of times they don't mix very well. 
Well said. I'm going to take a quick break to remind our listeners that the Being an Engineer podcast is brought to you by Pipeline Design and Engineering, pipeline partners with medical device and other engineering teams who need turnkey equipment such as cycle test machines, custom test fixtures, automation equipment, assembly jigs, inspection stations, and more. You can find more of us on the web on teampipeline.us. So back to speaking with John here, he also has a very big podcast and I wanted to ask him if he could give us here at the Being an Engineer show some advice. We have over a 100 episodes, we can see our listenership is growing, but we only have 27 reviews so far on Apple Podcasts. Any advice so that we can incentivize maybe some of our listeners to leave us some reviews? Well, uh, for starters, you have more episodes than I do, so uh, I think you have more experience with the the podcast world uh, than I do. But ultimately, it's a it's about building an audience. I think that's about the most important thing you can do from an online business perspective. So I've well before years before I started my podcast, I've been creating, I've been writing a, a blog where every single week I put out really in depth posts. Uh, some of those are purely technical. Some of them are purely entrepreneurial, and then there's a combination. So by the time I had my podcast and started that, I already had a, a pretty good-sized following. I think I had already started the Academy at that point. And the, the beauty of the Academy that I have found is it gives me long-term relationships with hundreds of people that I get to communicate with. So it's not just a, a one way where they read my blog and, you know, I never hear from them. So I've, I've gotten to really know a lot of the people really close, develop uh, really good relationships. And I think that's probably been the, the most helpful for me getting any traction that I, that I have with the podcast. But like I said, you've got about three times more episodes than I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so where can our listeners find your blogs? Uh, at predictabledesigns.com and then just Wonderful. slash blog or slash podcast I see. or well, slash uh, tech is where I, I've kind of split off uh, my technical articles away from more of the entrepreneurial articles. So the blog tends to be more general and focusing on the, the bigger picture of product development and entrepreneurship, whereas the, the technical uh, section is more you know, how to design with an STM32 microcontroller, that type of, those types of articles. Perfect. Well, I think that we covered the main things that I wanted to discuss with our listeners. Um, I wanted to make them aware that there's this wonderful resource that you created. I know we have a lot of uh, inventors and solopreneurs and small companies listen to this podcast. Is there anything that we haven't discussed that I should have asked you? Uh, no, I think, I think we, uh, in a, you know, 20 minutes, I think we covered quite a bit and hit on a lot of the big topics that, that I would like to talk about. And I guess the, the, the main final piece of advice that I would offer that I, that I see engineers, especially more than other people do that are wanting to go the entrepreneur route, especially as a, a product is they tend to hyper-focus on the product itself. They'll spend years developing a product. Inventors also are notoriously uh, this way as well, where they, they focus years on the, the product, getting a prototype, getting a patent, spend tens of, you know, $10,000 or more on a patent. And then once they get through all that, then they start worrying about 
trying to market it and sell it. They've never talked to a potential customer up to that point. And I think that's overall the probably the biggest mistake that I see engineers specifically make that that try to to go the entrepreneur route in regards to a, a hardware product. I feel like that's golden advice, which I, I've heard you say in your podcast many times before. That's almost like entrepreneurship one-on-one. Talk to your customers before you develop the product to see if there's a real need in the market, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, from my experience at working at big companies, they don't just typically, I mean, there are exceptions, but they, they get, you know, they have people that are out talking to customers and they know what the, the market wants. And it, it's, it's easy to make a lot of assumptions, uh, what you think people want. But from my experience, usually those assumptions are wrong. Um, there's a lot of them that are right, but about half of them are wrong. And you, you need to test those assumptions as soon as possible. Well said. Well, John, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, no problem at all. Happy to do it. Dear valued listener, we kindly ask that you help us get to 100 five-star podcast reviews in the platform of your choice. For a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card, send a screenshot of your five-star podcast review to podcast at teampipeline.us. You'll find that email address in the description of the show notes. I'm Aaron Moncur, founder of Pipeline Design and Engineering. If you liked what you heard today, please share the episode. To learn how your team can leverage our team's expertise developing turnkey equipment, custom fixtures, and automated machines, and with product design, visit us at teampipeline.us. Thanks for listening.